Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John. Un. Uh. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the film from food and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. You did it again, Johnny. Episode 174. When you say you did it again, you, you mean I fil- just... No, 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 I'm going to finish the thought. I was perfect, and I am just bringing the right energy to the podcast <laughs> and not making any kind of mistake that really probably has someone really convinced at this point that I'm fully dyslexic. <laughs> I mean, there's no evidence that you aren't. How are you, buddy? That's true. Uh, I think your name is Samaj. <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. <laughs> I had my booster shot today, which is why I'm stupid. We're three boosted boys, baby. Three boosted boys. The uh, I boys feel okay right now. We'll see how I feel tomorrow, but right now I feel great. Yeah. my I didn't feel really anything, so uh, the vaccine's a lie. Uh, don't get it. Uh, freedom of my body, you know? And that's the pod. <laughs> Uh, speaking of liars, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe <laughs> what did Strick. You say? None oh, of us don't can you, talk. Don't, no, don't, you, don't you fucking dare tell me, get at me about what I said and how I said things, all right? No, no, no. You said no. no, you said Samage, just like you Johnny did before. You said food like film, so I don't want to hear it. No, you said film hey, like Joe. food. Hi. What, guys, I got to say, we have never started more seamlessly. Everyone is clicking. Thank you for being here. <laughs> We took a week off, and we are just right back in step. Oh, we took cumulatively, I think, three months off. <laughs> we, we've been real fast and loose with it this summer. <laughs> we sure mentally, have. Yeah. This mentally, yeah. This summer, we're halfway through years fall. off. Uh, real quick, uh, I just want to say uh, you guys are both doing great. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. And uh, I had something else, and I lost it. So I'm also stupid. Was it about how November is your favorite month of summer? <laughs> yes. It's been a long summer, Johnny. I can't believe it's November. That's wild. Yeah. It you, is upsetting. Have you guys nutted? <laughs> You're not supposed to. <laughs> yes. 12.01 on the is dot. I made it one oh, that is, I know. Oh, yeah. Gee, oh, that took me a bit. <laughs> I'm smart. Like I am smart. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> How are you, Joey? What's new with you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, as aforementioned, I am uh, also boosted. Uh, I have microchips uh, flowing freely through my body. Uh, and for that, I'm thankful. I saw something that was, uh, it was a guy who had been in the military. Did you say something? And he was like, this is how stupid, like, if you think that they're putting like tracking microchips in your body, we have a military budget that is like seven times, or that is higher than the next seven military budgets combined. And we can't properly track like where soldiers are in a, at a given moment. So they don't inject it into you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Joe, they do that so that you won't know about the real things that they're doing, idiot. Yeah, Joe, read a fucking book, dummy. Hold on. Are you telling me that sometimes the military runs shadow operations? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're mostly around uh, what's in your body. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Anyway, did you see that? But like, I respect the troops, so that's why I got all the microchips. Nice. Because I'm like, 
I like respect the troops so much that yeah. I'm like, just give me the microchips. I you know? we love it. Uh, I I also uh, last thing. Uh, Joe Biden said he won't release the the who? J- j- uh, sorry, uh, Joseph Hussein Biden said that he won't release. Thank you. <laughs> the JFK info. The UFO files. Yeah. Wait, he did. He they extended it again. They extended the, the JFK stuff. Yeah, I don't know about UFOs. Oh, but, I love it. But nothing says yeah, we definitely killed this motherfucker more than we don't want to tell you yeah. that we killed this motherfucker. So this is a terrible podcast. <laughs> truly, truly a bad, or just a really what bad. a great way to start a food and comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. This is uh, a bad you boys, episode. You boys been cooking anything good? I'm getting it back on the right track. It was soup. my fault that I got it off. It's soup season, baby. We took the crock pot down from its hallowed uh, upper shelf way, way up there where Olivia can't even reach it. I have to I have nests. to go on my tippy toes. Yeah. Uh, so it's on a regular table. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, about it's about eye level for most She's people. Short white. Um <laughs> I love I love saying very basic. Like indisputable facts aggressively. <laughs> you got a you got a short wife. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an insult, but it's not. She's your she's wife short. got two feet. <laughs> you got a queen bed. <laughs> you got a driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> you got a thirty six inch inseam, motherfucker. <laughs> um. So we made soup. I made soup yesterday. It's the easiest soup in the world. So good. Delicious, a beef. What kind of soup? A beef soup. And we uh, cook up some ground beef and then toss in carrots, celery, water, and that's it. I was going to say, what'd you say? I said water and that's it. (laughs) Ground beef and water. That's much better than I was going to say. You crack open like a generic thing that just says soup on the side and dump that in. Soup brand soup. (laughs) Oh, God. That would be so good. But just like beef with carrots and beef with carrots, celery and onion, and then uh, a bunch of beef stock, bay leaves, and uh, any noodles. We got uh, a noodle can toma- Canned tomatoes, and then yeah, uh, at the end you throw in we we got alphabet alphabet pasta. Ah, Toss those in, great, lovely, so fun. So you can fix your dyslexia while you eat your soup. Correct. Nice, mm-hmm. James. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Again, bad podcast. <laughs> oh, you just made a dyslexic joke, and then you called us the wrong names. <laughs> Crap. Uh, oh, um, well, uh, right now I have four chicken breasts in uh, the sous vide cooker. Uh, we're going to try to eat healthy this week, so I'm going to make some just like chicken with uh, some peas and some farro tonight. And then we'll have uh, – I'm going to make a spaghetti squash tomorrow. Tight. Uh, yeah, so – being a little healthy boy. Hell yeah. Because uh, uh, I've been eating like absolute trash for the last week or two. It's, it's Same, but make it three months. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the first time we missed a podcast was, it was because I was too busy eating other things. Uh, we're, we've been planning Thanksgiving. We started, we're going to have 11 people over. And so I'm starting to plan what I'm going to do for that. So I'm getting very excited. But I'm going to try to be healthy until Thanksgiving is kind of going to be my, my MO. I'm trying to do the same. Uh, Joey, you been cooking anything good? Uh, I we ate some of your cooking at a lovely party. We did. Your, we not your cooking. Your wife's beautiful. Yeah, cooking. Yes. you and your ex girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> that's ex girlfriend, current fiance. Yeah. That's right. Uh, she, it's mostly still her. I, I'm leaning in more on cooking, but it's like the generic stuff while I get up to speed, so to speak. 
but she made a yeah. She lets you stir the bowls. Yeah, and the spoons. <laughs> it's really me splashing around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I accidentally stick my hands in a lot of sauces, you know, uh, and into the pasta, and I put it on my head. Uh, <laughs> uh, she made a uh, sweet potato and uh, acorn squash hash with some pulled pork that was obscene. It was truly incredible. Uh, and it was with sweet potatoes that she had made, or she, that she had grown, I should mm. say. Uh, and it was out of this world. Put a little barbecue sauce on it. Nice. To the moon. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's delicious. Acorn squash, not bad. Kind of like a hearty, weird I like potato. I disagree. I think most squash is garbage. I think all squash is <laughs> fucking trash. And squash as a food should be fed to animals. I'm making a spaghetti squash and a butternut squash Garbage, this week. both I'm, garbage. I'm having trash. I'm having two squashes. Butternut squash I like. Spaghetti squash. Uh, hot dog shit. Hate them both. No Hate way. Both you're, you're both uh, what I would call wrong. <laughs> Johnny, how do you feel about a zoodle? Uh, I like a zoodle. Well, that's the end of this conversation. It's, cr- yeah, it's a crime <laughs> against humanity. You don't think of them as noodles. You just think of them as a different shape vegetable, and then it's fun. Yeah. See, I get I get real stuck up on the noodle part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get, I get. It's a major sticking point for me. Yeah. I see the zoodle, and I'm like, your my culture is not your costume, okay? <laughs> Zucchini, you motherfuckers. And just to be clear, your culture is spaghetti. <laughs> yes, in this my, metaphor. Yes. Correct. James is from the okay, pasta correct. country. No, but Johnny, you gotta say you gotta say with your hands like this, spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. Like an Italian. Well, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I think if you go into it, I think it's all about expectation with the zoodle or a spaghetti squash. If you think of it, it's going to be as good as pasta. Of course it's not. Right. But if you think of it as like, oh, a vegetable in a different shape, then I think you're golden. <laughs> if you go into it thinking it as something to be endured, then yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> it's just like life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep your expectations low and you'll survive. You know all those times you go to dig into a baked ziti and it's just watery <laughs> and gross and filled with and filled with a vegetable that shouldn't be present. You just gotta have low expectations. Is all I'm trying to say. Uh, at the lovely Halloween party that Joe and his fiance threw on Saturday, friend of the pot, Alon Elion, did a classic party trick and brought an uncooked potatoes au gratin to the party. Truly you know what you bring to parties? A fucking insane move. That was delicious. It was so good. It was so good. It was good. really really good. But, but he's at this Halloween a- party. Baking a potatoes au gratin. Yeah, it truly an insane move. The best was like he was over an hour late. <laughs> showed up and I was like, "Great, we're gonna get these potatoes au gratin." And then he had to cook them for like another hour, easily an hour, because it was yeah. thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun uh, 11 p.m. on a Saturday night at a party <laughs> to be like, "Hey, when did the potatoes au gratin get pulled <laughs> yeah, out?" Yeah, yeah. Every, every, just six, just six drinks deep, being like, "Hey, where are those potatoes au gratin that I'm not gonna eat with anything else?" Right. Because <laughs> I've already eaten everything. <laughs> You're like, "Excuse me, where was the roast beef dinner that we?" Oh, there wasn't. It was just potatoes <laughs> au gratin by themselves. <laughs> They're like all the booze is gone. We all have not been drinking for a good hour, but we are trying to humor Alan and sit around. <laughs> we yeah. we turned off the music. <laughs> We're not watching anything. Everyone's sitting silently at this party <laughs> while we wait for these fucking potatoes to cook. <laughs> we just they were they were incredibly delicious. They I were very a, very. They good. were really really good. Uh, if Alan was a that said, if you guys want to be the hit at your next party, bring a six pound tub of potatoes of rock. <laughs> Right. right, yeah, yeah. Right. Bring a dish that that doesn't make any sense for the theme of the right. party, instead, and then have a bringing a bottle. The Fourth of, of wine. July, I'm bringing a rat tattooey next year. <laughs> instead of bringing like some beers or a bottle of wine, bring a chore for the hosts. 
<laughs> hey, I need your appliances, and then also, can you wash these dishes when I'm done? <laughs> also, it splashed, and I need to use a lot of your towels. That <laughs> <laughs> did happen. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that was a fun party. All right. Well, uh, as much fun as it is to relive a party that none of our listeners were at, that we know and of. never will be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's talk about uh, Birds of Prey. The perfect egg sandwich. I love you. Ah, bacon, egg, cheese, and just a dash of hot sauce. Not too much, Sal. I want to taste that cheese. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at the perfect egg sandwich from Birds of Prey. Did you guys see it? Nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, a movie about chicks, dude? No. <laughs> Have you seen it? Um, I saw, like... Half of it. All I right, saw which this half? scene. I saw the scene that this which uh, episode is based on. <laughs> the middle half. <laughs> no, 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 I saw like up to this up to this scene. The scene is pretty early on in the movie. Okay. And then I I don't have any recollection of ever finishing it. So Alright. It was good. I enjoy everybody in the movie. They were all good. Uh Margot Robbie's I never fantastic. got into this this franchise of uh superheroes. Cause this is like in the world of, of uh it's it's like this oh as I'm talking DC. I realize I know nothing. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. The, yeah, the DC EU? extended universe. Oh okay, not uh, European yeah. Union. Yeah, this is the <laughs> the DC European Union. Yes, hence Margot Robbie's inclusion as she is uh, Australian and inexplicably in this movie from Staten Island because she did it in one movie and everyone's like, well, Margot Robbie should be our Staten Island representative for all future cinema. <laughs> If you do it in a Scorsese film, you get to that's good enough for the rest I do, of your I mean, films. Also, well, hang on. I also think Harley Quinn is canonically from Gotham and has like a thick accent, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it, she... it's just if you were watching The Wolf of Wall Street and you're like, wait a tick. <laughs> Who should be Harley Quinn? <laughs> right. But this Australian Very lady. true. Also, I don't like that it's Robbie and not Robbie. Is it Robbie? I think either are acceptable. I think it should be Robbie. Robert. <laughs> it's Robert. It's Margot Robert. Margaret Robert. <laughs> I always Margaret say Robert. Robert. I always say Robbie. Okay, good. But I, and I'm yeah, never yeah. wrong. So <laughs> no, because I he's am never smart. once been wrong. Yep. There's literally no evidence of me ever being wrong. Yeah. So and again, <laughs> well, the the fact that none of us have seen the film, the subject matter though, I think we're all extremely we familiar are all with, which is intimately familiar with, which is a bacon egg and cheese sandwich from a bodega, which Correct. is. Uh, I want how many how many do you think from a bodega specifically have you had a bacon egg and cheese on like a roll not counting bagel sandwiches? Ooh, Ooh. okay, that changes lower. a little bit, but yeah, that's that's a lot. You lower. see, I think we're a rare thing for a New York podcast, which is we all prefer a bagel sandwich to like on a roll. Correct. I think the t- the typical New York sandwich is a roll in yeah. a bodega. I'm gonna it's s- a bacon egg and cheese on a on a Kaiser roll. I'm gonna say I from a bodega I get mostly on a roll. Okay, from a bodega, I definitely get on a roll. Yeah. But I would prefer, like, if we're just talking general, I prefer a, a bagel, bagel sandwich, sandwich to a non-bagel. Sure, sandwich. and I also, but I also don't go to bodegas for sandwiches. Like, I haven't gone to a bodega for yeah for breakfast sandwiches in a long, long because I've always just gone to a bagel spot. When I lived in Manhattan, I lived close to an all-time bagel spot, and then the only time I would go, but even the when I lived in in Bushwick. There was a bagel place. I would just go to the bagel place. Right, so I would never be like, yeah, there. hey, I know you got all these delicious bagels. Give me that two-day-old Kaiser roll <laughs> and toss some eggs and, and right. shit yeah. on there. I uh, When I lived in Midtown, 
uh, a fine time in my life that no one could possibly make fun of. <laughs> I I would go across the street to a bodega and get a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll with some regularity. And then uh, an old girlfriend lived in Crown Heights next to a very good bodega that we get bacon, egg, and cheese from a lot. So I think I've probably had... I, and then also an old job lived next to Daily Provisions, which is like an uppity bacon, egg, and cheese. But it's probably the best bacon, egg, and cheese I've ever had. It's really good. So I think I'd give myself... I think I've had... 200 bodega bacon egg and cheeses in my life is my oh wow damn that's higher than yeah i maybe a hundred that might have been the thing crazy is i grew I up had. i there there was a there was a deli in my hometown that we would do bacon egg and cheese on a roll all the time um and i grew up in the tri-state area so it's effectively pretty new york but it's not like a bodega there's not like there wasn't like a cat running around but yeah <laughs> i've be, breakfast sandwiches i've had 15,000 breakfast sandwiches. I love a breakfast sandwich. In, They're so good. The They're <laughs> the best. Being being from the Midwest, the very idea of a breakfast sandwich felt foreign to me uh, because all we do is <laughs> we, we eat potato slop every every single meal. <laughs> potato and beef slopped in a bowl. We call it hot dish, and we fucking love it. Get your hot sauce away. Uh, but since the I moved Daily to New York... version of it has... Oh, sorry, Joe. Finish your thought. I'm I was so just sorry. gonna say, um, since I, since moving to New York, I bet I've had, I feel like seventy five to one hundred bacon, egg, and cheeses, not exclusively during breakfast times. For what it's worth, like you can oh, do it whenever you a want. Decent, a great lunch option, a great late night option at a diner. Uh, oh, there were there were mm. definitely some nights coming home super late from wherever and realizing that almost nowhere was still open. But like, I'm gonna go in and get something hearty from the bodega. Yeah, that bodega grill's still hot, so yeah. get on in there. There's, there's, there are charcoal hunks of bacon from this morning that have just stayed there and turned into pure carbon. They're gonna get folded into my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, which is what led us to. So in this version of it, there's a couple interesting things about the Babish version. One, this is mainly a ciabatta episode. It's mainly him making bread. Correct. Unfortunately, <laughs> and the ciabatta it looks it looks very good. However. It is too big for a bacon, egg, and cheese. He makes an objectively terrible breakfast sandwich. Yeah. This is a bad, it's bad sandwich. It's bad. All the ingredients look phenomenal as a breakfast sandwich. This is a bad. This is ninety-eight percent bread. This is this is somehow less than the sum of its parts. Correct. But here's the thing, though. I think that the only real error was like you make the bread half that size, and it's a successful sandwich. Correct. Now. I I agree. But that is that is the biggest fucking issue that's the basis ratio it's also this is my this speaks to my hesitancy with ciabatta bread is that when you order ciabatta you have no fucking clue what size ciabatta you're getting sometimes (laughs) sometimes it's like a it's like a four by four square and it's the smallest sandwich you've ever had and you're like god damn it i paid 14 dollars for this fucking horse shit this is garbage but then occasionally You'll be surprised. Like I was back home, I ordered a, a against my own uh, prejudices. I ordered a on ciabatta because it was like that From sandwich a was Jew. the best sandwich by far. I ordered a sandwich on a ciabatta, and it was the biggest sandwich I've ever seen because it was like the size of his ciabatta rolls. It was like a nine inch ciabatta right. loaf, right? And they put the they filled the entire, and it was incredible. But so often ciabatta is so much smaller than all the other options, and you get absolutely ripped off. Yeah, they, they it can it can either be on a roll like a the platonic ideal of a roll, 
or a whole fucking loaf of bread with nowhere near enough ingredients to over, to compensate for that, which was yeah, what this was. More up, yeah, more yeah, more often than not, it's the former. But this was, he needed at least two more eggs and at least four more things of bacon to even come close to filling up the amount of bread that he had. James, have you ever tried this move? Uh, what does your ciabatta look like? <laughs> you ever tried that one? No, I haven't because that's insane. Right. Who, who, who? No, but uh, and you know what? If that, you're like, wondering what the bread is like. It. <laughs> no, but I'm not. This isn't like ordering at a counter where you can like see the ciabatta. If you're like, I'm saying like, if you're sitting down at a restaurant, you went to one then, of those what a weird question. Like, can you describe your ciabatta, please? And you know that sounds I like a, it sounds like I'm making sexual advances on the waiter. And and famously, New York bodega people love to be asked about their ciabatta, a, a loaf of yeah. bread that's so well, ubiquitous. New, it might as <laughs> yeah. it might as well be stale if chips. If it's a New York bodega and they have ciabatta, which is a big if to begin with, you will see it in the little clear plastic thing right above the yes, thing. Yes, I understand. I'm talking about when you're sitting down at a restaurant and you see a delicious looking sandwich, but it's oh, served Oh, after you've ordered your wine, but before your main? <laughs> we can't get to the correspondence this early. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we have other things to, to go through. So uh, he uses duck egg, which is interesting. Because uh, Margot Robbie, apparently, in the film, is allergic to chicken eggs, so they made hers with duck eggs, which I think is interesting and something you would never do. How, I don't, uh, what, how can you be allergic to chicken egg and not allergic to duck egg? What? Uh, it's the, what it's, is, the how, it's a beaks versus bills thing. Anything with a beak you can be allergic <laughs> to, and if it's got a bill, you're fine. <laughs> He's right. I don't know who brought him, but he's right. <laughs> like, I am smart. <laughs> I know a lot of things. We're all smart. Can you way. imagine? Can you imagine going into a, an actual bodega and being like, "Excuse me, could I have a bacon egg and cheese with duck eggs?" <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then just like, how the quickly look. do you just get punched in the side of the head by <laughs> by not even the people who work there, just like the people in line behind you? I like duck eggs on a ciabatta roll, and if you could do the bacon <laughs> in water so that it gets crispy on both sides, which is what happens in this episode. <laughs> and then, what do I want for cheese? Uh, Telegio. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have that. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Fine. Do you, do you do like a homemade hot sauce with saffron infusion? Is that something that you guys do here at a New York bodega? <laughs> uh. Some. Okay. Let's break down the other components. We got duck eggs, uh, bacon. You had a problem with him putting water in the pan beforehand. Uh. This is a technique that I sometimes do when making bacon. It makes again the cooking of it go slower so more fat renders out again to uh, my point just because you do it doesn't mean it's actually a thing no, no 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 first of I all if i do it you better nothing, believe that that's the best thing i guarantee you, could possibly you do. i like i would almost bet i would bet almost everything i have which isn't much that there's <laughs> it's there's no fucking point just do it on lower heat and you'll render out the fat also as much and as slowly as putting water in there there's only one way that we're going to solve this, and that is to have you over at 8 a.m. tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. and we'll both make bacon, <laughs> and then you'll go that's home. The only, that's the only way that I see us concluding this with any, with any modicum of success. <laughs> um, American cheese, which feels like that's the only way that he didn't mess this. Like, that's the only... Right. Yeah. Like, do bodegas like, truly... even give an option? Yeah, but if you say bacon, egg, and cheese, they'll just do American. You have to specify anything right. other than American, if that's yeah. what you want. Uh, right, he he. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Do you guys prefer? I mean, it's scrambled eggs is again the platonic ideal. I feel like for for a bacon egg and cheese is. Oh yeah, he does this with like a fried no, egg. No, it's not. What? Not even close. Is it the platonic? What are you t- scrambled eggs? No, it's a fried egg. 
What? First of all, I like that Joe has said platonic ideal, I think, three times this episode, no. which is... Johnny, here's what you understand. <laughs> the platonic ideal amount of times to mention a platonic ideal <laughs> is, is five to seven. <laughs> maybe I'm, Wait, so maybe Jimmy, I'm, at a... Okay. At a bodega, if you order a, a bacon, egg, and cheese, how do you expect the egg to come, Jimmy? I would expect it to be like a over medium, like fried egg. Got it. That's fair. But not runny. Not runny. Usually not. That's more you what I was ask, getting at. You can, ask for, you can ask for it runny. But like typically, I would, yeah, I would want it to be like a like a if there's egg on my sandwich, which again we've discussed this at length. There's almost certainly not going to be. I'm going <laughs> to ask for extra sausage or extra bacon and just throw the cheese on there, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I would want it like two, like like he did here, like two over easy or two over medium eggs. I would describe the egg that I normally get if I don't specify anything as a sheet, which is somewhere in between yeah. a scrambled and a fried egg. I think that's fair. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Because I, honestly, at a bodega, there's a high chance that it's not even it's an like egg. egg. It's, it's an like egg mixture. It, or whatever. Yeah, it's like an egg from that, and that I think that's what I'm thinking is like it's not chopped up, scrambled. Like yes, that's more. It's like right. it's like from a jar, right? Or like. And right. yeah. and Where they the, have dumped a thousand eggs previously, the cheese and meat. <laughs> or like they, and maybe they've folded it over itself. That's that's what I'm thinking because that was the right. other thing that okay. I disliked about this was the bacon being on the bottom. There's no homogeneity in the sandwich. You know what I mean? Like the bacon can mm. slide all over the place. It needs to be all at least a little bit self-contained. That's part of the appeal of it is that you're getting a little bit of something in every bite, and that's not happening in this. Right. That being said, I do love a runny yolk. And love when he did cut it in yolk. half and like the yolk ran a little bit, I'm like, mm, that looks really Oh, good. that's what we did with uh, Amanda's hash. We did, we did a fried egg on top with some yolk to run through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good show. Any hash, you got to get some runny yolk in there. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh, to my point about not having um, egg on a, on a thing, I had, I think, Johnny, you had brought this up a long, long time ago when we talked about, when I talked about how eggs are stupid and we've all been brainwashed into just accepting them. <laughs> Um, doing a uh, like a sausage egg in, or a sausage and cheese or a bacon and cheese on an egg bagel. Oh, I, that's fun! And I did that recently, mm. and I gotta say, I think that's how I'm gonna convert. That's the first step in converting people to my my side is is do a bacon an and bagel. cheese on an egg bagel or a sausage and cheese on an egg bagel. No egg itself, just the egg bagel. And it gives you that eggy flavor without, and then, but also makes you realize that eggs are fucking bullshit and you don't, you don't need them. Here's, here's what I'm going to counter to that is I'm going to say, I'm going to, because I love an egg bagel as well. And I'm going to do all that and still get the eggs, double the eggs. I'm double dipping. Oh God. I'm going back to the well. Horrible. (laughs) I do love an egg. (laughs) I've been eating a lot of eggs this week. They're great. Yeah, they're great. I'm just saying that. No, you can't say they're great. You you have come out. They are. I mean, I'm talking about like an omelet. They're great. I'm saying, I'm saying just like the fact that people can't understand, like when I'm like, oh yeah, just do sausage and cheese. And people are like, Ooh, what? Right. No, they're the most unnecessary part of that sandwich. The best part is the bacon and the cheese, or the sausage and the cheese. The egg is just fucking filler. And if you just put more bacon or put more sausage, it's even better. I think. I think it's, it's great uh, because aside from a peanut butter and jelly, people are like a sandwich has three things on it, right? Because there's BLT, there's bacon, egg, and cheese. A third example, arguably mm. something else. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the idea of a sandwich being just two things, ham and cheese. All right, never mind. 
what about I was, yeah. I was I I was just gonna let you talk and like I realize it myself. This is like one insane. of those. This is like when you see like a little kid about to like bump his head, and you're like, no, he's got to learn. They got to learn. Don't stop him. The point otherwise is, otherwise he won't learn. The point is, a sandwich has three things. This hill, I will die on. <laughs> um, yeah. Over here's the thing, though. Even though that this is not. A great bacon, egg, and cheese. I bet it's still fantastic, and I would have enjoyed eating it. Very oh, much. I would. Cr- I'm sure I the fresh cr- bread no, yeah. was great. Don't ever a little let bit of hot sauce on it. Things. Delightful. Yes. yes. Just a, I. I did like that Margot Robbie specified just a little bit of hot sauce because you don't need because uh, you do. Yeah, you want to taste the cheese, and you don't want the hot sauce to be like the dominant flavor. Right. Right. Just an enhancement. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overall, fun app, short app, which I enjoyed. It was one thing. It was a nice little. Moment in time. A short app that we turned into a good half hour, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, man. Speaking of, should we correspond with the cowards? Let's, Let's do, do it, it. baby. Uh, as you will remember, um, during our last episode, uh, Mark, uh, shout out to Mark, had proposed uh, that there is another food podcast, which we don't necessarily recognize, but in this hypothetical other food podcast, they follow a structure where you put together your ideal meal. Um, and we had actually a few responses, uh, from cowards on it. So, uh, I think I figured I'd share Mark's first. We're going to, sh- we're going to share our listeners because two of, uh, two of the hosts didn't do their homework and we pushed it another week. So first of all, how dare you give a peek behind the curtain? We're going to read some of yours and they're going to inspire us. Yeah. And then we're going to come back next week with, with better, good, with, well better thought ones, out thoughts. with better ones. Sure. Than yeah. Yeah. With better ones. <laughs> We're just going to make fun of yours Yeah, now. we're <laughs> ramping up because we, we were going to make fun of yours and then we're going to laud our own. So all that to say, here's Mark's. <laughs> Great. Uh, and also because Mark had asked us about Tex-Mex, he is going to uh, set us straight on that first. So he says, hey, y'all. Fantastic. You're pretty close on Tex-Mex. I'd say flour tortillas, tacos al carbone, charro beans, queso, migas. And breakfast tacos, especially in San Antonio and Austin, are a few of the hallmarks of classic Tex-Mex. I love it. Also not unheard of to have brisket tacos or other types of BBQ fusion of that sort. That sounds dope. Side note, John, next time you're in Austin, I highly recommend checking out El Dorado. They're my favorite Tex-Mex in the state. And they have a delicious roast toasty, roasty toasty salsa called Salsa X and a dish called Esme's Magic, which is mashed potato enchiladas. Sound... Wait, what's it called again? Say it again. El Dorado, all one word. El Dorado. Okay, I wonder if I've been it there. It means the gold city. <laughs> nice. I'm going to text my brother and see, hey, have we been here before? <laughs> and if we haven't? I think it means the gold I'll city. It also could mean nothing, and I'm full of shit. Um, nice. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. And then Mark says, next for my ideal meal, which I'll break down one more for you guys uh, one more time. Uh, number one, still or sparkling water. Number two, chips and salsa or bread. Uh, and if it's bread, which kind? Number three, appetizer. Number four, main course. Number five, side dish. Number six, a drink. And number seven, dessert. So Mark says, still water and very cold still water. I know that's oh, supposed to good. be bad or whatever yep. to drink cold things while mm-hmm. eating, but I don't care. I want like 33 degree water. Water that <laughs> yes. could be yes. brain freeze if I drink it too Fuck fast. Yeah. And no ice, it just gets in the way. Way on board. So on board with that. Listen, I've, I don't think I've ever said this before, but that, that's a platonic ideal of water. Right you know there. what I want? God damn it. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to keep it at that temp, though, if you don't have ice in that, that water. What I want, here's what it? I want. Here's what I want. I, I want the exact same thing he's talking about. I want like a water, I want a glass 
that is like a French press where you push the ice to the bottom so it's trapped at the bottom. Yeah. And then all the water is above it, so you can just slam water. But then when you tilt it back, that ice isn't going anywhere because right. that device – Whatever it's an ice cage is at the bottom, just holding it all yeah, down. I mean that's a classic, a classic Dimitri Martin bit about ice cubes beating the glass. Me like, hold, brothers, <laughs> yeah, hold, yeah, yeah, release. Yeah. And you know how cold rises. That's right. <laughs> uh, for number two, Mark says uh, going with a nice warm sourdough bowl from Boudin in San Francisco that I can tear into. Ooh, not sliced. All right, not sliced is reckless. <laughs> Wow. Nice. Not slice is chaos. That is a move. That is, you don't care about people looking at you. <laughs> I'm going to add stipulation number eight to this meal is, am I alone? <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. Because oh, oh, that Joey, determines whether I'm, I'm or not she's making the list. That. Okay, buddy. I'm way ahead I'm assuming of you so, but I want us all to say it when we do ours. <laughs> uh, all right. Keep going. Uh, for my appetizer, roasted Brussels sprouts with some sort of honey vinegary glaze. Uh, mm. made some version of these for Thanksgiving uh, a few years ago, and they were great. Outstanding choice. This is off to, it's that, off to a great start. Yeah, I, that sounds amazing. I'm also realizing that from this, uh, I, I hadn't thought about it before, but the option of taking a bunch of sh- stuff from different restaurants is going to be very fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it is interesting. We can see where we're going to go. Are we all going to go with dishes we've had, like a specific dish from a specific restaurant or I was a general? To, I was trying to do that, but I think I'm just doing, to quote, to quote Joe, doing the platonic ideal of, <laughs> of What are you talking dishes. about? I've never used that phrase before. Is that in your Word of Day calendar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, number four, uh, f- um, red beans Main and course. rice with sausage and cheese from Tree Beards in Houston. Red beans and rice, sausage and cheese from Tree Beards. You see, he's gone with a he's gone with a specific dish here, so I okay, can't yeah, comment on the also, specific this dish. This is an interesting thing. To me, that sounds like a side dish and a main course. Right. Mm. Red beans and rice is a side dish. The main course is the is the sausage and. Hang, no, hang on. it's all in it's all in one thing. It's so good, I can't explain it. I make a pretty good version at home, but nothing beats getting it straight from Tree Beards. I think for your main dish. It's like whatever comes on – like if you're looking at entrees, it's whatever comes on the entree plate. You know what I mean? Right, but James, are you saying like that they're on but, the side? Because I'm, I'm – okay, I don't but know because so no, they're never but, then, but I'm, I'm assuming this is all mixed together as one thing. But, no, but then – no, I, I don't. I don't think it is. If you get red beans – Oh, I'm like, positive it is. Red – like they're – I don't think they are though. Looking up a picture of it, then we're going to find out. Because it's uh, – mm. Red beans and rice – Tree beers, red beans, and rice. Hmm. But it's like it's like that because then it's like be, like it looks. I don't know. A whole, first off, it looks fucking incredible. Oh, is it? It's more of like a gumbo. It's thing? more of a gumbo. Yeah. But it's still yeah. on the right. Like you know what I'm saying? It's, like it's, the rice is still kind of a. No, so- you get what I'm it's saying? It's all the sausage and business on the. Maybe it's more. Um, it's all the sauce. I'm looking at pictures. It's red beans. It's like red beans and sausage, and then it's served on top of rice. But like, where's the cutoff? Because like, no, steak I think free- we're looking at we're we're looking at different pictures. I just mine- Google, just Google red beans and rice. I'm looking at the maximum. Yeah, but if you find tree beards. <laughs> here, James, I'll send it to you. Right, this is great podcasting right here. This is what it is from this restaurant. Do you think Maxim had a hot 193? Did I go too far back for that poll? Yeah, probably. Well, uh, no, I think you're perfect. I think you're perfect in every way. <laughs> I had a baby brother. And he was perfect. 
perfect in every way. Um, while this is happening, yeah, but uh, there's no right. What I'm saying is, Johnny, there's no rice in that. If you look at tree, I'm looking at tree beards. Like, is the rice a side dish? That's what I'm no. saying. Right, All right. and I think it I'll is do not. the quote: "Tree, I am no tree. I am an ant. On to the side." <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, moving on. Uh, for my side, the strawberry salad with fried goat cheese from Merriman's Waimea on the Big Island, Hawaii. Okay, Hawaii listen, is the Big Island. Listen, the fact that <laughs> the the fact that you're wasting. A, a dish on a salad come on i don't care how good the salad is get it out of here this also brings an interesting thing of like is the meal one thing or is this like because like are we composing something that goes together this I, is the challenge i'm looking at it as there's a gun to my head and i'm about to eat the, the last <laughs> like. i i imagine eating almost every meal with a gun to my head which is why i go so fast because uh, like i'm imagining like some of the best dishes i've had have been like like if I'm going to do a piece of sushi and then am I going to do like a steak? Like that makes, you know, like am I going to do things that go together? All kinds of Almost questions. certainly I will not, but that that fits with yeah, my general. I'm, I'm kind of in the I'm kind of in the like I just want to put all my favorite things on a plate even though I'm going to want to like commit suicide at the end cuz I'm so full and none of the things went well. So real quick. So the the strawberry salad with fried and then goat dessert. cheese. A, deri- a, delish- a delicious arugula salad with Maui onions, strawberries, a strawberry vinaigrette. And these discs of goat cheese that were breaded and fried. Yeah, which sounds great. My mom, my mom makes a warm goat cheese salad like that, that are with breaded goat cheese and everything. It's the one of the best fucking things in the world. I think in that instance, I can forgive the salad because the star, the sh- adding fried goat cheese to the mix. It is, yeah, yeah. It's a just a vehicle and for just it. <laughs> and that little hint of fresh from strawberries will will take your mind back from the the onslaught of savory from that gumbo that like sausagey mm-hmm. gumbo situation. Uh, the drink gin and tonic with a squeeze of lime. Jimmy, I know that's right up your alley. Uh, Vodka tonic. I don't know why I like that pine tree taste, but gin has been my go-to ever since a professor of British history served me and some friends some of his homemade Singapore sling at a Christmas gala in college. Um, actually, uh, Mark, if he's a British professor, they call it chips. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I I got on a gin uh, when I was uh, trying to lose weight. That was my my go to weight loss booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> I won't have a beer a night while I'll have is. That is. I'll have, that is such a dark sentence. <laughs> I'm gonna get it drunk, but I is. need to drink a manly clear liquor, not vodka. Right? It's got to taste like trees. Dude, vod- no vodka over gin every day. A vodka tonic is so much better. What a simpleton right. opinion. And then uh, for dessert, probably the least <laughs> impressive of all these, uh, and that's him. Edit- that's not me editorializing. That's Mark's intro. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, probably the least impressive of all these, but for dessert, I want a slice of tres leches from Kroger's. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. What an exclamation point. Mark, Mark, don't you worry. I, I, knowing the three of us, there's going to be a lot of trash slipping, yeah. into, oh, for slipping sure. into these things. I mean, most of my most of my answers are going to include hot dogs in some sort of fashion. <laughs> most of Joe's answers are going to come in like those plastic clamshells that, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that like never really close for, right. For, for my drink, a gin and hot dog water. <laughs> Oh, to alienate as many people as possible, my app is going to be like foie gras on top of Easy Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like uh, instead of a salted rim, <laughs> it's like a sweet onion rim. <laughs> anyway, um, 
All right, I'm actually going to spend time this week and think about it, and then we'll come back, and we'll read another hold, listener. Hold, hold oh, sorry, there's more email. Yes, I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, the Trace Leches uh, cake from Kroger's. I'm not really a dessert person, but I love me a soggy grocery store cake. What can I say? For setting, I would take this meal alone. Yes. <laughs> there he is. Uh, at 9 p.m. on a Saturday on the wrought iron balcony of the now-closed Treebeards Market Square location. Um, so I can people watch and listen to the hum of the city. I can't wait to hear y'all's answers, Mark. Uh, Mark, and I want to apologize again. That's I a great meal. I misgendered you in there somewhere, so my apologies. But oh, that one's what a, what a way to kick it off, Mark. Yeah, that was awesome. We have what a way to what a way to back up your question. Yeah, really, really brought the heat and uh, set us all up to fail. But I'm very excited um, to do more of those because we got a few more from cowards, and we'll continue to do ours as well. We could do one a week, and then we can take ours. We got all kinds of yeah, we, we have content all, for we got years. All sorts of options. Yeah. The point. I bet we'll, we'll, do that all, I bet we'll all dump them point. into one episode when we have one really bad video from. from right, right. When he when he does another fucking Simpsons thing, we go. Well, we've talked about it forever. <clears throat> we've seen this. I will say to Mark's point, being able having a meal alone and being able to see out and like people watch. One of my favorite things when I was uh, like doing stand up was to um, sit in this diner that had like all glass front and you could just sit there and just watch people on New York on the streets of New York and the East Village walk by, which is, I mean, has to be all time people watching. Yeah. Just just East Village weirdos just wandering by. And it's just East Village you, you having you you see the true spectrum. You see all yes, of it. Every single thing. Ha- having your hot meal in front of you while getting to just see right. every, all the craziness out there. It's the best. Because you see it's, like what a, it's like what a good detail to add to your meal. It's like College kids, hipsters, homeless folks, uh, you know, fucking models, fide-eye bros. Like, every, you, yeah, all, all of New York is going to walk by you. Yeah, the best. Uh, anyway, thanks again, Mark. And uh, more of those next week. We'll keep them coming in the weeks to come. If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, uh, we are at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We're Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. If you want to send us your perfect meals, uh, please send those to gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com. We would love to hear them. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited for, to hear your guys. And, um, yeah. So be beautiful. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.